After 42 years, our intrepid archaeologist has uncovered his last artifact. And because we have obsessed over every adventure, well, almost, we now unearth all of our emotions as we excavate the final chapter in the Indiana Jones saga, The Dial of Destiny. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Bonus explosion! <laughs> just, just when you thought we were done, we're back. <laughs> we are back. Hey, I'm Loop. And I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. Now, we did have our season finale. We weren't lying. That kind of was. But then we decided, you know what? Indiana Jones has come out. It's so iconic. We have to do a review episode of this. So this is like the bonus episode yes. for this season. So this is uh so this is episode 66. So it's an, an extra bonus, which gives us 13 on this year. I think 12 or 13. Yeah, 13 maybe. 12 yeah. or 13. So we have more than we thought we had. So we'll, <laughs> we're doing all right. We're doing all right. I think this is our, our I looked back. I think this season is the third most episodes we've done in a season. That's that's so, pretty good out of out of something. Out of five it is seasons. something. <laughs> five seasons. This is our third best. Excellent. I think our last season we did like seven episodes or something. I know. We don't talk Same. about last season. Yeah, we don't yeah. talk about that. That was that was we'd forgotten all about that. That's that's our crystal skull year. <laughs> yeah, that's our crystal skull year of it. Yeah. Uh, so just so it. you know, it's uh we're both obviously like big Star Wars fans. We're big Indiana Jones fans and uh just when I was so excited, we've been talking about this for the last couple podcasts, like how excited we were about Dial of Destiny coming out. Yep. And uh, it's it came out prior to it coming out. There was there was some like we weren't sure how it was going to be. There were the reviews, the critics, some of the critic reviews weren't great. Well, I think, I, this. I think we determined or it has been determined that part of the problem was that it was premiered at uh, the Cannes Film Festival in France. And it's not the kind of movie that con audiences are there to see right yeah. and the con critics are critical of the kind of movie that plays at con normally not a blockbuster popcorn film so the problem was the 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 critics that were um critiquing the movie right after con were like being really harsh on it because i don't think it was the kind of movie that they were they wanted to see so i right. think it started out wrong i mean i know they put it there because they wanted to give harrison ford like the grandstanding ovation and you know cap off his career as indiana jones and but i just think that was not a good way to start the review process this is another classic the critics are here and then the fans are up here like it's it's yep. uh, like i haven't read anyone's like just personal review of this movie on on twitter whatever that hasn't said that they didn't love it or didn't like it or at least you know thought it was better than crystal skull yes. <laughs> I'll put this in perspective right off the top that you'll it's you're never going to capture the lightning in the in the bottle of of the first couple Indiana Jones films, right? Like that's true. so, I mean, let's put that aside right off the top. Like you're just not going to. 
But I, before we get into this, I'll, I'll say just generally, I think this does a pretty good job. And if you haven't seen Crystal or haven't seen Dial of Destiny, do not watch this until yes. you have seen it. This is yeah. full spoilers. So I'll just put that spoilers. out there. Yes, hundred percent spoilers. So, yeah. um, uh, so we'll do what we normally do with movies. We'll do, uh, we'll do our TV shows. We'll do our hits and misses, um, and then we'll uh, hopefully be able to figure out whether it was great, good, however you want to put it. And of course, this is the this would be the last Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. That's that's what we've been told. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford has said he's done. Yeah. So I mean. You know for a fact it's going to come back in some way, shape, or form with a new actor at some point down the line. But um, the uh, for with for him, that's this is the end. So which is good. And uh, Spielberg and Lucas still involved as producers on this. And uh, James Mangold uh, directed it, who directed Logan, uh, Wolverine, Walk the Line, Ford versus Ferrari. So he's got a pretty good track record of movies. So uh, I I was I was pumped going into this. I'll tell you that. Like I I didn't want to have my expectations too high. Yes. Going in, but I just, I was super excited about it because just from the pre, I only watched the first trailer because I didn't want to get too much spoiled, but I, that was enough for me to go, okay, I think this will be better than than Crystal Skull. I love how Crystal yeah. Skull is like the base. Of like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, quite honestly, I was telling people before I went to see this, as long as this movie makes me sort of forget that Crystal Skull even happened, I'll be happy. Like, it doesn't have to be a perfect movie for me. It just has to exceed the level of Crystal Skull. That's that's all I was hoping for. <laughs> that's, I just all, that's all wanted, we need. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted it to, to end on a bit of a higher note. That's it. I, I rewatched all of them before going into this, just so I was ready. And Crystal Skull, I just, I want to like it. Yes. But I know all, we, we've talked about this on the podcast. We did a whole podcast on it. And it was, it's like the CGI and the, like the CGI gophers and, and the monkeys. And there's just a lot about it that just like, there's, there's, you can suspend your disbelief in these movies, but the CGI ruined it in that movie. Yeah, it did. Well, that, and uh, well, I mean, there are a lot of things we've done an entire yeah. podcast on it. So we don't have to go yeah, we don't. anyway. So this needed to be better than that. That's, that was my, that was my baseline was <laughs> Crystal Skull. It needed to go, put that away, put it away. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so let's dig, let's dig into this. Uh, hits and right. misses. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. All right, uh, Larry, I'll start you off. Hits, miss, whatever you want to do. Okay, I'm going to start with. I'll start with a hit. We'll start. We'll start. Okay. We'll, we'll start good. And, and we may have some of the same hits and misses. So yes, we'll see how it yeah. goes. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll start on a high note. I I was a little worried going into this because they had talked about the de aging, so they were going to de-age Harrison Ford because they're the the whole opening scene is is takes place in during World War II again. So I was I was a little anxious about that because we know how that's gone. Fortunately, they've figured it out. So I was really I thought the de-aging was quite awesome. Like you could you could vaguely tell his lips weren't like quite matched up like the the mouth that's what they always have the the hardest time with his mouth. But the de-aging I thought was great. So that whole opening scene that took place in during World War II it felt to me like like they shot it back in the day. And I actually I, I had read that they you did use some unused footage from the 80s when they were shooting these. So some of it may have actually been a young Harrison Ford. I don't know how they mixed that in with the de-aging, but I I it, it sold me. Like I I was I felt like I was watching a, a lost Indi Indiana Jones movie from the 80s. So the the de-aging um and then i'm going to add to that just the action like the the whole they they really went 2023 level 
uh excitement with this movie <laughs> the action yeah. the you know the car chases and the tuck tuck chase was so exciting i just i was like they, they really brought it like they it was kind of like mission impossible level um action <laughs> which yeah. was cool so i thought the special effects and the action really brought this movie up to today's standards so i i was like this is great i was in i was in all in <laughs> I'll uh, I had the, almost the same hit as you as that, but I just thought that whole opening sequence of this was amazing. Like yeah. I was, I couldn't believe. Like I know they did the de aging in Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker, which also looked fantastic. So I knew they could do it, and I knew it, it could look good. Yep. But they could have done a whole movie with him de aged. Like it was just <laughs> absolutely amazing. The whole opening sequence to me was just yeah, it, it was reminiscent of another Indiana Jones movie. It looked amazing. It was it was action packed, and I was like, "This is great!" Like I was so in off the first bit of this movie. That was a great way to open it. Um, and then of course it, it comes back again later on. Whatever happened in that in that time period, but it reminds me a little bit of the opening of um, of the third one where he's just a kid. Oh yes, and, yeah, 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 um, yeah. And uh, the Last Crusade. So that it reminds me of that a little bit, and then that sort of has repercussions later in life. But yes. the um, but it was so good. I was just so that was such a great opening sequence, yeah. and it just set the tone for the whole movie for me. I thought so, I thought so too. And just talking about that opening sequence, it was it was a really good throwback to how they used to do indie because um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You remember that whole opening sequence? He was looking for the idol, the fertility idol. But that's not ultimately what he was looking for in the movie. He ended up looking for the ark. So it was the same thing in this. So in this one, he was looking for the the um, uh, spear, uh, yeah. the spearhead in that opening scene. But that's not what the movie was about. It was about this dial of destiny. So it was the same formula that they used in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So it was a really nice nostalgia um, moment for Indiana fans. It was because it felt like that's how Indiana Jones movies are. He's looking for a bunch yeah. of different, a bunch of different things. Yeah, so, he's always had something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was a they hooked they hooked us in right from the beginning. That was awesome. <laughs> that was definitely uh, it for me. That was like such a cool sequence. It was just so good. Yes, um, I'll I'll go with a miss. All right, I don't have a lot of misses. Like my misses are fairly weak, to be honest. Yeah, that's fine but, <laughs> Uh, I thought the pacing was a little slow at times. Yeah, it was a little long. That was my only. I guess that's like. I guess that's a miss. But it was just. It could have been shortened a little bit. I thought it was just a little bit long. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess the more indie we can get, the better. But it does. There was some slow moments in it. But yeah. I mean, all of them have a slow moment here and there. You know, if you go back to look at any of them. But I just thought it could have been trimmed maybe by like 10, 15 minutes. I think so too. Um. So ironically, my first miss. The way I have it written is a little long slash pacing. That's exactly <laughs> where we're so exactly Were we like, sitting beside each other during this? I don't this know or... what we were doing. <laughs> so far, we're like two for two on the... Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I felt the exact same way. Because it's like, it's almost two and a half hours. So it, it's long. And I... And I I, like I, I would I want to go back and see it again. I haven't I've only seen it the one time. I, I think I'm going back this week. Um, but I, I do want to see it again because I feel like it's the kind of movie that maybe after you watch it the first time and you know the story, you know it's coming, it might the pacing might feel better. Um, because you know, it's always the first time you go see a movie, you don't know it's coming, it feels a little bit slow because you're like wanting the next thing to happen or when is it gonna happen? But if you go in, go back and you know what's coming, it maybe the pacing will feel different. I don't know. That's what I'm hoping. But yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I thought they could have trimmed it by about 
you know, maybe about 15 minutes or so. Yeah. I, I have to say too, that both of us, like normally when we watch a movie on the podcast or for the, for the episode, uh, you know, I'm, I'm making notes as it goes on and things like that. Like yeah. this, we've only seen it in the theater once. So we haven't like, this is some of the, some of the details will be off the top of my head as opposed to like having written them down or whatever, but it's, uh, yeah. it's no, I, I agree. I thought that just a little bit, I was like, okay. And then it sped up and then the whole ending was great. So I, yes. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It could it could have been tightened, but again, like you said, the more indie we get, the better. So I'm not complaining that much. <laughs> I was still happy. <laughs> still happy it was happening. Uh, okay, I've got a hit. Okay, go. Um, I thought the tone was way better in this movie. Yes. Than the pre- the previous one. Um, it was a bit more of a better mix. Um, I think what they did in the last movie, um, is, is they went too goofy mm-hmm. in it. And I'll give you an example of a part where uh, Marion's driving that boat car. And she goes off the cliff and hits the branch, like yes. as if she knew this was going to happen. And then yeah. it lowers her to the next thing. And then they go down the next one. Like It just got too goofy. Like it was yes. just incredibly goofy. And they yeah. mistook goofiness for fun. Yes. If that yes. makes sense. Like, totally and, uh, sense. but this, yeah. this one had a good mix of kind of the, like, you felt like there were real stakes and that yeah. he was a real situation he was in, but then you still had the one liners and kind of the fun, the fun tone of an Indiana Jones movie as well. Yes, I agree. Okay, so <laughs> um, so my hit for this one, I have a hit too, and I had written down more mature indie story, not so goofy. <laughs> yes, that's we what I wrote. That is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> we so, think exactly yes. the same. I don't know what's going on, but we didn't even see the movie together. We were in two No, we saw it. We haven't even talked about it yet. This is no. the first time we're literally talking about yeah. it. But it's true. But but it's true. And so that's exactly what I felt like. I felt this was an actual, like, more mature Indiana Jones movie. And it makes sense because now Harrison Ford is, what, 78? Yeah. He's not a he's not a kid. Like, he's lived this, like, really rough life that's hard, this hard life. A lot of things have have gone on that have been painful and hard for him. It should be a more mature movie. Like, if they had gone goofy somehow with it, it would have totally bombed because that yeah. just would not have made any sense. Like it just, and I, and I'm guessing that Harrison Ford had a lot to do with it that, and you know, saying, no, this is how my character is now. This is what Indiana Jones is like, he's kind of a grumpy old man. <laughs> so, yeah. Cause he was like at the beginning, he kind of was like, and you know, throughout he was kind of more like a grumpy old man, <laughs> but that's what I feel like he should be. Like it, he just, he earned that <laughs> over yeah. years and years of adventuring and getting shot nine times and going through a divorce and his son died, his son dying. I just thought that was, that was exactly. So the, you're right. The tone was way better, way better in this. <laughs> Not goofy. <laughs> <laughs> okay see if you can if we can have the same one on your next miss okay you another miss. Uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna do another hit uh i only have okay. one more yep. miss believe it or not okay so I'll, sa- I'll save that one um i loved that they built the backstories a, a bit more like the character you know the character's stories so his story with marion and i mean they had to address mutt from like his son from crystal skull they had to address him like he couldn't just disappear and i loved that the story that they gave him was that Mutt decided to enlist in the army and was killed in Vietnam. Um, Yeah. I figured it was Vietnam because this was now 1969 or 68 or something. Yeah, I think 68, I think. 68. So yeah. So he would have, because I believe the the crystal skull was like early fifties or mid fifties. So he, it would have been Vietnam that he probably, 
either that or Korea. But anyway, one of those wars. <laughs> anyway, he was so Mutt was killed. And because of the trauma of the their son's death, that he and Marion ended up getting a divorce, which is a realistic thing. Like that's a thing that could happen. Um, and I loved that that just I, I love that that's how they pulled the story together. Like, it, you know, mm-hmm. that they could bring Marion back and, you know, but there, there was tension because there was always tension with him and Marion. <laughs> like yeah, yeah it was never perfect. Know, or from, from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like it was, it made sense that they had this tumultuous relationship all the way along. I thought that was awesome. And, and it just added to his whole gruff nature and how he was sort of, you know, grumpy old man, grumpy old indie. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, I just loved that the 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 characters were developed. It wasn't just pure action. It was, you know, that they that they really got you invested in in these characters even deeper. So I thought I thought that was awesome. What I liked as well, speaking of character development, is the character development of the of the, the bad guys as well. Like there was yes. like there was a set group of like henchmen that you knew who they were. There was um uh, what's his name Mads um uh, Mick Mickelson Mick. Mickelson, Madsen. yeah, like his character fully developed from the beginning, from the from the opening scene to to this time. Like he just he, you, he, like there was a, a tension there because he you you knew more about him and what what he, what he was doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, I like like well, there was rather than just a faceless villain, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there was more to it, kind of like in the first day Indiana Jones when he had the he obviously had the rivalry with this other guy, and and um and then he comes back later on in in the in the story. So yeah, I really that. liked how they developed that the mutt thing. I was never like I know everyone hates mutt, but I was never I didn't hate mutt. I just thought he was like it was the whole movie in itself was just yes. like it was mutt wasn't like that bad. It was just I mean. The, the kind of character they made him wasn't great, but I don't think Shia LaBeouf was terrible in it. Like it was just, it was just, he was not put in a great movie essentially. Yes. Right. Like, but I, I, like if he would have showed up in this, I wouldn't have been disappointed or been annoyed or anything like, no, um, but I, I agree. I, I agree. They didn't base it on him. Yeah, I agree. And I don't like, I, yeah, you're right. I don't think he did, um, detracted from crystal skull. I think it, you're right. It's the whole movie, but I don't think he was necessary. Like I don't. No, no, hundred percent not. And I like what they did with them. I thought that was kind of a neat, yeah, twist I, that I, I wasn't that was expecting. Good. Yeah, because I was a little bit worried that this was going to be sort of a passing of the torch movie. Do you know what I mean? Like Indiana Jones was going to, you know, retire, and then his son was going to become the new Indiana Jones. And I was like, yeah. ah, it's like Captain Caveman and Son. I just, <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Um, I didn't want there to be a passing of the torch, so that there'd be a new Indiana Jones. Like I. I didn't want that. And so I'm really glad that they that they didn't. Like you said, he would have been fine in it, but I just didn't want to see him be the next Indiana Jones. So he's gone. He's out of the movies. That That's not going to be a possibility, I don't think. <laughs> and I think, too, like we can all agree that Indiana Jones works the best in like the 30s and 40s. Like that's yes. like that era of like no cell phones and, and like that, like the technology and then. Like that's that's when he works the best. Like yeah. that he's just this adventurer of that time. Like that because an adventure doesn't really work nowadays as much because they can find things using sonar. <laughs> like it's like yes. you know what I mean. It's not like it's not quite the same as it would would have been back then. Like and and just the mystique and everything that like around everything that they had. So, um, exactly. but well, it, and that's and and that's the thing is that these movies were 
like when George Lucas came up with the story and, and they put this thing together, it was supposed to be based on the serials from like the 1930s yeah. or 1940s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, you know, when, you know, they were shooting in parts of the world that nobody had seen before, like deepest, darkest Africa and yeah. <laughs> you know the Congo and places like that, that were so exotic. And, you know, so that was so cool. So, but you, if you go much past the late sixties, everybody's traveled the world nothing is you know yeah. that that uh doesn't that mystique is gone so yes yeah. it, it has to be and that was actually one of my hits was the vintage this was felt like vintage indiana jones like it was still he was still going places that hadn't been explored and you know seeing things that the world didn't know about and but by this point in like beyond the 1960s stuff has been discovered like it's it would be yeah. hard to do that so this was as late i think as they could go in history and still keep it feeling vintage so yeah and, that, and that's really important like I, I think if if they ever go back and redo indiana jones or something it has to be a prequel like it has to be almost like the young indiana jones chronicles like it's got to be it's got to go back like to to before the 1930s um because yeah. it was i think i think um wasn't uh uh temple of doom 1936 i think because the first one was like yeah, it, it, chronologically it's the first in the series that's right yeah so it has to i think it has to go back to the to before that because if harrison ford's not in it they've got to get a new actor so it's got to go back yeah. even further like the 20s or the turn of the century or something anyway because it had indiana jones is all about vintage it's all about adventuring and exploring and stuff like that so this this yeah. we felt like that to me yeah 100 yeah. uh one of my misses was i thought the dial of destiny was a little confusing of exactly oh, yeah. what it did and what it was like even yes. though they kind of explained it but it would just I think it was just a, a little confusing what they were trying to do. Like yeah. it, it kind of gets explained a little bit better near the very end of the movie. But um, I, the whole time I'm like, so what's it do? Like, yeah. so you yes. put the pieces together and and, and then, oh, oh, there's another piece that needs yeah. to go in the middle of it. Like there was a lot of like things about it that I'm like, this is a little bit confusing. And why yes. are they going underwater? What's down there? <laughs> like, it's like... Yeah. And like, and it just essentially just opens a door. Like it opened a door to time like a portal but yeah that like I, yeah i wasn't quite sure what that meant and what they do like wh why they were going back you're right i just i think it needed a little bit more explanation do you have to go in a plane is it like i wasn't yeah. sure like exactly. i wasn't well, sure that, and, like and, and that's the thing like because it was originally uh created by um oh no i can't remember the ancient um the, the person who created it in let's call him aristotle i don't know if that's who it was i don't think it was but it, that guy <laughs> yeah. they didn't have airplanes back then so how would they have used this thing like if he had opened up a portal how would he have gotten to it unless it was on the water and he could oh bless you excuse me <laughs> unless it was on the water and he could have like taken a boat through the portal I'm not i guess it just the portal would open anywhere i think I don't know why he needed to go through a like on a plane. I yeah. wasn't really sure like what why like unless they just wanted to have it to make it look more official when they showed up like yeah at an airfield or or whatever where they needed to go they it would be easier for traveling or whatever. I not really that wasn't really explained nor did it really need to be but it no. was a uh, it yeah and that's true it didn't really need to be like we didn't it wasn't essential to, to to know the like the all the science behind this thing. It was just <laughs> the fact that it opened up and you you take your plane through it and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> you just go right through and then you're yeah. like right there. 
And then they're like, oh, it's closing up. But how do they know that? Like, how do they know what it's doing and how long it was going to stay open? And there's a lot yeah. of this confusing parts of that. Like, again, just suspend your disbelief and you're fine. But yeah. like the more I thought about it afterwards, it was just that, that, that whole section was a little confusing for me. Like the, yes. like they didn't really know what it was going to do or how, like, like oh, that it even would open up a portal. Cause they don't, they have no idea how it works or, exactly. or whichever. Yeah. Yeah, and the timing, you're right. Like, how how did they know how long it was going to stay open? Again, we've only watched this movie once. Maybe there was more explanation. We'll watch it again, and maybe they'll... But yeah, the, like, how did they know how much time they had before they had to turn around and go back? Like, why wouldn't the portal stay open forever until you change the dial? I don't know. I'm not... I'm not and, exactly and it sure seemed, too, like, like it was definitely going to be used for some sort of evil purposes but the guy that built it didn't seem very evil so i wasn't really sure but maybe it was the guy he was building it for was going to use it i i got confused of all yes. the greek names and who i was think doing i what. think it was i think who it was who he was building it for was yeah. bad but it, i think it was even more that that hitler had heard about this thing and realized that if he could get it then he could go back in time and change things and and do that so i think it was even if it wasn't intended for evil originally it was it was the, going back to the whole Nazi thing. And, and I think that that was the reason for it, but yeah, it in the, while you were watching the movie, it didn't impact it that much. So I no, wasn't, it's just, it was just this minor detail, but it was just one of those things where it was like the other ones just seem more like you kind of knew what the, it was going to do. This one yeah. was a little bit more confusing. I thought, but yeah. other than the crystal skull, I had no clue what even that was or no, I didn't. But, no. <laughs> but, or nor the whole movie, nor everything no, in the no, movie. No, no, no. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay. I only have one more miss. I've, I've covered okay. my hits. I've got one more miss. Um, my only miss was that I fully expected to be bawling my eyes out at the end of this thing. <laughs> Okay. Yep. I, I really thought that um, I was going to be like, it was going to be like a gut punch of emotion at the end, just because knowing it was his last, the last time we're going to see Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, I kind of thought that I didn't feel that. Um, and I think it was because I thought about it more afterwards. Um, so cold. So I don't. <laughs> I have no soul. I think that's why. I think that's <laughs> uh, but I think it was because they, so they ended with, Marion and Indy kind of getting back together and they had this beautiful moment in the kitchen and the camera pulled away and they and you saw them kissing and then the camera cuts to outside the their apartment like through a window and like the camera goes like it's a it's a long um zoom shot on a you know like a jib shot and <laughs> pulling away as you see um uh, his daughter is uh, is um, goddaughter walking walking away, and the camera pulls up to the through the um, uh, fire escape, and you see Indy's hat uh, pinned to the clothesline, and a hand reaches out, presumably Indy's, and grabs the hat and pulls it in the window, and that's the end of the movie. And so it, the very last scene you see is kind of light, like it's lighthearted, like he that he grabs his hat and pulls it into the inside yeah. the place i wish that they had ended with that scene of the kiss like if they had just ended with that moment with indy and marion reconciled they get back together and they still and they love each other and there's a kiss and the camera pulls away just as they're kissing and the you know the screen does that circle wipe yeah i'm yep. just kissing that would have been to me that would have been a much more powerful uh moment uh, just to end with that, rather than to end seeing the fire escape, <laughs> like the. Yeah. You know, I mean, I. I know what they're doing with that. Like it made it, it was it was fun, a fun little moment. But the. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I was opposite because when when I saw her walk in the room, I started tearing up. Like as well, soon as she that, walked yes. in. 
but that was and that's like that i did when she walked in like that was the moment that was the the moment but i wanted that to be the last moment so that like yeah. the credits roll as i'm like ah! but then but then it was interrupted by this fire escape shot <laughs> yeah, maybe so, i'm just less callous than you are but i i enjoyed the end and i thought it was very sad but i guess uh you know the yeah. cold heart of, of no, larry I, just didn't didn't quite i hate everything generally <laughs> <laughs> Not that it was bad. Like I didn't. I don't. I don't hate the ending. I just. I was just. I was hoping. It was for... the order of how they shot it. Yes. And even yes. if he had his hat in his hand and he put it in front of the camera. Yes. Or something and blacked yes. it out like that. Or, or if like... he had. Ha- yeah. If he had had the hat on his head and they started kissing and he pulled it down like sort of to cover them their faces. I don't yeah. know something like yeah or or put it so the the hat covered the camera just something so that you end seeing the two of them together like that would have been. Cool. Yeah. Like I, I like that he pulled his hat. It, like he, it, the very, very last shot is his hat uh, being pulled in, like pulled back into the apartment. Yeah. So you do see something, but I just wanted to see the two of them. I just wanted to. Larry meets the director of it, and now he's the director of Indiana Jones. <laughs> apparently, he's like, <laughs> I'm, wow, doing, it's yeah, a... I'm doing the uh, the rewrites for the uh, the <laughs> recut out the the recut version. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can expect. No, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Like the yeah. the 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 the, the, the the shots in the order they i, I can yes. see what you're i see i know what you wanted it's just yeah. the end shot i thought was kind of clever like when he pulls the hat in i thought just because the yes. last thing you see is his hat like yes um which i thought was kind of cool too but the uh yeah. but yeah. no it was good I, I i know exactly what you're saying like it was like i i thought it was going to be a bit bigger but i still was like there was there was a tear just one rolling down <laughs> like. yes and again it's one of those things that if we go back to see the movie again i feel like that the emotion might be stronger you know what I mean? Like yeah. knowing it's coming. I feel like just because when you go in the first time, you expect something at the end, like you expect an ending. And if it doesn't happen, then you're like a bit thrown off. But knowing what the ending is, I can relax and be like, here it comes. Oh my God, they're going to be guessing. Ah, man. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I'll be a, a mess and I'll, I'll recant <laughs> all of what I've just said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my other, I had one more hit and I okay. don't think I had any misses uh, my hit and, and miss are kind of like I, I'll, I'll put them in the same one um oh. but my my hit is this cast i thought was stellar in this i thought yeah. like everybody was excellent in it um start to finish um the i love like the like some of the returning characters again we've been talking about marion and then uh, uh john rice davies showing yes. back up like i All thought up. that was great that was um awesome. yeah i just seemed like a classic cast like for for a movie um and uh phoebe waller bridge bridge was excellent and yes. I thought she was good. Uh, yeah. My only miss about her was uh, still a little confusing exactly her intentions. And again, maybe if I watched it again, I'd get it a little more like what her, like she just seemed like someone that's always like joking around like all the time and didn't care about anything that was happening. Like yeah. in the movie, like no matter how the situation they were in, she sort of just like joked her way out of it. And I wasn't really sure what her intentions were in the movie, even near the, at the end, like what, like, and with what she was doing, like she was just selling artifacts, I guess, for money. I, I'm well, that's I and that was, yeah, I guess I could, I could sort of put that as a little bit of a miss because like she knew what her father was doing in, you know, collecting these things and wanting them to be archived in museums and how important the history was. So I'm not sure at what point in her life she changed from these things are important to be put in museums and maintain history to I got to get them because I'm making the money. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't. Bitter. I'm not sure when in her life that changed, 
Uh, but again, maybe yeah. maybe it was said I, I missed it. I'm not sure. But that, yeah, I, I was a little like bit. What, what put her on that path? Yes. To the kind of person that she ended up being. Um, yeah. I But I mean, she did have a great arc. Like she yeah. she was like, by the end, she was like kind of understood what, what was going on and, yeah. and and had a full change of heart of everything that was happening. But yeah. the, uh, but yeah, I just, it was, just, that was just a little minor thing with her character. I was just, wasn't quite, a, like, didn't quite know when she transitioned to being such a, like a, like an idiot, like as far as like <laughs> selling all these artifacts and like a bit of an asshole in that way. But yeah. um I'm not really sure what, like, but it was like, but it's fine. I mean, I bet if I watched it again, I'd, I'd probably, again, we've only watched it once. So I'm sure there was more dialogue I may have missed that yeah. explained more of that sort of character background. Exactly. I feel like this movie is, it's going to be one that keeps growing. Like it's going to keep getting better and it will become, I think it will become sort of, I don't know if it'll ever be on par with the first three, but it will be up there. Like, I feel like people will be talking about Dial of Destiny in the same conversation that they have with, you know, um, The Last Crusade. You know, I think yeah. it will be kind of on the same level. It will be a, a solid continuation uh, of this because the, the more you see it, I think you'll the more you'll get the nuances and the characters and and their motivations and all of that. But it, I think it will take. So, yeah, like you said, this is this is literally our first reactions having seen the movie a couple of days ago, uh, but we wanted to get it out while it was fresh and, you know, talk about <laughs> this thing. And, you know, we'll two years from now, we'll do another one when we, uh, after, when we've seen it about 12 more times. <laughs> See where it ranks. Yes. I remember there's certain Star Wars movies I thought were great. And then they kind of rank down as I watched them more, but yeah. the, uh, I, I would put this on level with crusade. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Cause I was like, crusade of the first three was never like my, fa like, like I like crusade. Yes. Um, I just thought it was convoluted with having the dad in it and stuff, which, which would like, he was great in it, but I just thought it was like a little more convoluted than when you have like, these extra like main characters all of a sudden that have to share the screen with him. But yeah. the, uh, um, kind of dragging him down a little bit, like as far as like what he can do, cause he's got dad with him. Yes. Um, but the uh but anyways yeah but no i thought this was great i thought this was a, yeah. a great movie i i enjoyed it i wasn't like bored really during it or anything no. and i wasn't like ever thinking oh my god like wiser monkeys you know yes. in a tree going yes. faster than a vehicle like there was never a point like that in this wiser no. cgi gopher like i didn't yeah, like ever nobody, think nobody was eaten by ants at a big yeah. ant <laughs> that didn't happen no none of those things happened <laughs> well, one of those one of the things I'll, I'll just say as well is that like it, it sort of checked all the indiana jones boxes yes you know exotic locales there was bugs there was like yes. you know like everything like the music like everything yeah. you'd want in indiana jones movie was in this movie there was even there was even there. even references to snakes even though they weren't really snakes those no, yeah, like snakes. They do not. <laughs> I, I felt like that scene was like, where hasn't Indiana Jones gone yet? He hasn't gone underwater. That's doing yes, exactly. And you <laughs> know what? That was, that I was actually, different. I like that. I like that I scene. I thought it was pretty cool. And I have a, a a thing about um underwater peril scenes. Like that really gets to me because it's a fear. Like I I always in my whole life kind of had this fear of not drowning, but just getting like stuck underwater <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. So and they did that really well. Like when those the, when their airlines were cut and they were down there, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is tense, you know. So I I think they did a great job. And yeah, it was a different. It was totally different. Underwater was great. Like put them underwater. They've never done it before. And they were really underwater. It wasn't it wasn't uh, Avatar where they like yeah. 
you know, CG'd them underwater. Like they were in a tank or wherever they shot this underwater, underwater swimming. I thought that was, it just felt good. It felt real. <laughs> yeah, no, it was I thought it was great. And it was, yeah. Antonio Banderas was good. And uh, yes. um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was fun. It was just a fun movie start to finish. And, uh, and again, if you don't like it, you don't have a soul. That's all there exactly. is to That's it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing to be said about you anymore. That's it. You're done. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not, per it's not perfect by any means, but it's yes. like, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what perfect is. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, of course, like, you know, they'll, our love of Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom and that, like, you're never going to hit that lightning in a bottle again, but I, but this is some this is some good thunder in a bottle. Like it's like, it's, it's like <laughs> there you go. that's right. It's not lightning. Well, this one's thunder totally, hundred percent. Yeah, not perfect, but as perfect as it could be for for an ending. I thought it was. Yeah, and I feel was, like on a second watch, you know, like it even better. Like yeah. so, yeah. whereas Crystal Skull, when I walked out of Crystal Skull, I was like, that was not good. Yeah. Like I like I, I'm not being biased towards Indiana Jones because I love the series or whatever. Because I actually walked out of that one going, you like. Oh. Oh, we walked because we watched that one together. We actually walked out mad, like we were, yeah, like, like actually angry, <laughs> which I've never been coming out of a movie. And it, I know it, it was like it hasn't it hasn't gotten better. Like no matter how no, many times I, when I just rewatched it a week ago, I, I like I I want to like this movie. Yeah, and and there again, there's some some parts that are are kind of are kind of good, but then there's yeah. a lot in it that's just like no. right off the top, like like I just I don't know. Yeah, not good. But this one, I felt good coming out. I was happy. I still feel good. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Like, and that's for yeah. me, that's the mark, uh, the mark of a good movie is if I come out of it and think, okay, I'm ready to go again. You know, as opposed yeah, to, I feel like, I, I feel like I missed something when, yeah. like that. I missed some, some, Good some more. stuff and I can, I'll see a lot more on a second viewing, which, which I will enjoy. And yeah. perhaps next week I'll go again and, and recheck it out. So, um, really? but anyways, that's our, our review of Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. And I've, uh, Hopefully you have watched it before you watch this or else there's a yes. lot spoiled for you. Yes. Um, <laughs> we never did spoil the exact ending. We didn't like other than like the, uh, we pretty much, we, Oh no, I guess most of it happens, but we did. Spoil yeah, yeah, like, most of literally it, but... the final scenes. <laughs> so this is for sure. Our last episode, there's no yeah. bonus bonus episode or yeah. anything else. So until thank we, you until so we much come for... up with something, but <laughs> yeah, for, until something happens. Uh, so we'll be back in the fall, brand new season, season six. Thank you again for watching. Check us out on our socials and we'll see you next time on Loop and Larry Guardians of Geek. Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.